This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Get it on. Get it on. This is Jaden. This is Chris. Welcome to episode 46 of the Endless Rainers podcast, the podcast for Adam Carolla fans. Bye, Adam Carolla fans. Thanks for listening and thanks for subscribing to the show. We've got a special uh, Christmas, edition, Christmas edition of the show coming up, and that, that pretty much wraps up the Christmas talk right there. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, anyway, we have a guest today. He's a very interesting guy. Uh, coming on uh, very shortly, his name is Jordan Willis. He's a scientist, uh, so he sent me a text a while back offering up his services to come on the pod and and review and possibly debunk some of uh, Ace's uh, most famous scientific theories. So this will be a little bit different episode. We'll mix a lot of that kind of stuff in, and it should be a fun time. So uh, if you'd like to be a guest or get involved, check us out on Facebook as Endless Rainers Podcast Group, Twitter at Endless Rainers, Instagram at Endless Rainers Podcast. So, Jaden, uh, it's been a little while since we've heard uh, any new bucket list items from you. What do you got? What do you got for yeah, us today? Yeah, I thought of one the other day, and I'm not even positive this happens in real life, but I've but I've always wanted to give um, like a closing maybe like a, I don't, I'm not, I'm not great with the, uh, courtroom lingo and all that. All I know is this, the lawyer says something and then he says, I rest my case and he gets a standing ovation. Yeah. Now, does that really happen? I'm, I'm thinking that it doesn't. Of course, but it, I mean, it happens with a slow clap, you know, so it doesn't just like, it's just not done. Everybody just doesn't explode. Right. It just starts with someone, you know, some hero, probably me, you know, starts a slow clap in the back. And then everybody catches on. Everybody gets up, yeah. and then you're. Uh, oh no, no! You know that, what? It's uh, you know that you know that pedophile you got off. You know. You, yeah, yeah. The one you jerked off in the bathroom. <laughs> no, I, I, I. I uh, oh wait, you meant got off the. Yeah, uh, yeah. They acquitted. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no. You know what? It's not. I rest my case. It's no further questions. Oh, that was half yeah. a real sniff. That was half cedar pollen sniff. Half uh, half self satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah no. It's a yeah, step. so it's basically uh, no further questions. I would Although like to be I'll, an attorney. I would like. I wish I would have just. I, I might still just just to say, just to ask permission to treat the witness as a hostile witness. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even do know that if that too. happens, and that might be that might be something Ace has already said, but I don't know yeah. if that happens. But I always want to, you know. I almost represented myself in court, which would have been a poor. We ended up getting. I don't know. I ended up doing some sort of plea deal, but this I just fuck them. Burn down that house with your no. There was no. That was a that was a that was a a grass fire that burned down the house that they made that movie Powder in. That's a that's no no no. Yeah, what I said there. was burn down the house, and there was a burn a burning down. I, well, of the I house just wanted your story. Well, oh, I just want to be clear though. for Jordan that's listening. Is is there was no there, the house was abandoned. And it you was the house. Mean, oh, okay. Yeah, the, the house was abandoned. Nobody lost any real property. Just a bunch of grass burned. But either way, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, you know, straying off topic. Uh, yes, yeah, so we can do both of those things. Another thing too, you, you on wanna, that same bucket list okay. is, you know how 
have we ever, I think, I feel like we've talked about it before. When you say, I implore you, you can't just say it with your hands at your side, your side. You have to do the prayer motion, straight fingers, hands joined, pointing up and say, Mm. ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I implore you not to find this man guilty. You know what I mean? So Mm. I want to do all of those things. And it's possible maybe someday I can knock them all out in the same session, same courtroom session. I don't see why not. I I mean, I mean, and you could do all that in like the span of 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Even then, so put in the it. whole hostile witness. I mean, you can have that. I, yeah. I'll, I'll live vicariously through you on that one. Yeah, even if there isn't a witness, you know, I just got to get it out. Just got to yeah. be like, can I treat the, 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 the witness as a hostile, whatever? And they'll be like, sir, there is no, whatever. I just, had, I just needed to say it. Anyway, we can move I'm not on. Even sure if it's no further questions. I'm not even sure if it's a real thing. Yeah. So I got anyway, a mini sorry. bucket list, something I want to start doing every day which is uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. had that great, um, had a great response when Ace asked him if he was anti-vax, was an anti-vaxxer, and he said, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm anti-corruption and pro-science. Uh, yeah. Like, I want to do that every day in a, just a normal conversation where someone questions me on something and I just kind of throw some huge thing at them like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pro-science. I'm, I'm anti-losing money. And pro making money, you know, yeah, just because then you know who who can argue with that? Yeah, what did what did he say again? I'm pro. He said I'm. Pro, yeah, he said you can just use this for everything. He said I'm anti corruption and pro science. Yeah. Okay. So you can put that like before not, anything. Not really. So you can be like yeah. I'm anti corruption and pro science, but finger popping an orphan isn't all that bad. And they can't say <laughs> shit. You know. <laughs> Show me the studies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, which was an interesting interview. I really uh, enjoyed that one. It was almost yeah. It is. I want to see what Jordan but... thinks. Yeah, so yeah. We can, well, we yeah, can plug yeah, the absolutely. media, plug the social media, and we'll uh, we'll do that. I think I already did that. Yeah. So, oh, any last thing was just a special shout out to our last guest, Josh Rosenberg. So, uh, thanks a lot, Josh. We really appreciate it. It was great to meet you. Yes, sir. So, uh, Hell yeah. Let's go find Jordan. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Endless Rainers podcast. We are now joined by our special guest, Mr. Jordan Willis, PhD. Jordan, Uh, thanks a lot for coming on. Hi, fellas. Thanks so much for having me. And can I say in the words of Dave Feeney, big fan. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know if you guys that. listen to the uh, i do i do yeah uh, uh daves of thunder it's it, it, it can be hit or miss but i gotta say i will steal a phrase from that yeah big no no fan. i i uh, big get fan it. of you too and what you do well thanks, thanks sir man. we appreciate it and i think we're going to be big fans of yours after this we've already been chatting a little bit uh you know before we started recording and um yeah, so before we get into, you know, the the starters of where you're calling from and all that, we understand you got a bucket list item yourself. Right. I was thinking about this. Um, I forget, maybe I'm watching one of these uh, sports science shows, but here's a good one. Oh, Rocky Forest, where, where sort of the, uh, it stems from. It's a Running sports, on a Rocky treadmill. Forest is a sports science movie. I'm all right. Sorry. Yeah. Running on a treadmill with a bunch of scientists with clipboards looking on in awe. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's awesome. Just yeah. <laughs> checking it, checking out, you know, just men of science completely stumped at your, your human performance. It's just something that I would like to be a part of. 
Yeah, are they blown away? Okay, so are they blown away because they've just never seen such a, you know, uh, someone in such incredible shape? Right, that's like, usually or, the trope. Or are they like, oh my God, like how, how is this I, I guy think there not, was a, how's his heart not exploded? I think there was a Simpsons where Homer Simpson was on a treadmill and there were some scientists around who were kind of describing what you just did. Is that when you wanted to become morbidly obese? (laughs) That's the best episode ever. No, I think it was uh, the doctor just said, you know, I wanted him to get on a treadmill to lose some weight. This isn't a real scientific test. He just could stand it, lose a few pounds. okay, okay. You know, this is one of the classic ones, not this new shit, by the way. I like yours a lot, and uh, I think at the end, I mean, you don't don't even know it because you're running so hard, but, like, you don't even realize, like, treadmill has started to smoke. Yeah. 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 Like you've yeah, destroyed a treadmill from running so not fast, whatever. Yeah. Just sheer determination. Right. Yeah. It's it's usually in the, you know, some sort of super soldier sub story oh, where yeah. they oh, yeah, developed this, yeah. you know, some sort of superhuman, you know, maybe like universal soldier. Which universal in this, soldier. Right? In this story, in this story, you, you, for sure, you go on to kill many, many people. Oh, sure. Some innocent, well, a lot of You're usually the anti, yeah. you know, the, the nemesis sent to kill, uh, you know, Kurt Douglas or <laughs> Kurt Russell. Was it Kurt Russell in a uh, universal soldier? Oh no, it's John Claude Van Damme. Oh, he wasn't a movie. Kurt Russell wasn't a movie like that though. Where, where he, where he like gets a, replaced by like the new soldiers. Was it Stargate? <laughs> no, 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 no. I like that movie, but no, he didn't become. No, no. It, maybe it was Universal. It, it, it was he, called Soldier, right? Maybe it's just oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I got a quick. I got a quick bucket list item in the movie Independence Day. It has like the worst line ever. Is basically he says, "Yeah, you know how I always wanted to save the world," and she's like, "Yeah," and then he chunks a crushed Coke can into the like nothing but net into the trash can. He goes, "Well, here's my chance." <laughs> yeah that's what that's when he's that's when jeff goldblum's about to take off in the spaceship right yeah something like that uh, but uh yeah but anyway i'll tell you the worst part of independence day which was a great movie i saw it on the fourth of july the oh, year it came out it's ready to like ready to sign up until yeah for a little bit anyway uh so, but at the end when randy quaid blows up the mothership the president bill pullman is mm-hmm. it, Played by you know Bill Pullman, the actor says something like he did it, he, and he calls him a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like totally unnecessary. Like it's you know, yeah, and he's like and he did it, the son of a bitch. Like voice. what? Like what? Yeah, what? And everyone's listening mm-hmm. to the uh, communications back in the room, including his son. That yeah, like, those Reeves are the words you choose at this moment, Mister President. So yeah, yeah. Remember that so, his son in that movie. Seemed exactly like a young Keanu Reeves. He oh yeah, he did exactly yeah, the same. Something and I could have swore he was him. Yeah, it does look like him. <laughs> yeah, it was his, it was his up right there. Yeah, yeah, it was his uh, bastard child or some <laughs> other chick. No, uh, so so Jordan, we don't want to get too sidetracked. Where are you calling us from, good sir? Right, uh, guys, I am. Um, I'm out of California right now. I currently reside in San Diego. But right nice. now, it's the holiday season, so I'm actually visiting my dad in where I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. So we are all on the central uh, time zone. Nice, nice, nice. So when did you you grew up in Kansas City, and then when did you uh, move out to California, or did you kind of hop around? Um, yeah, 18, went to college in a small 
um, state school. And then I decided I wanted to do science for a career. So I went to graduate school in Nashville, Tennessee at a college called Vanderbilt University. Okay. And yep. then I did a postdoc, they call it a postdoc research um, in the Scripps Research Institute that's in San Diego, California. And I have currently been working in private industry uh, at various companies in California, including the Bay Area, um, also back at San Diego. Um, I'm currently working as a private consultant in the uh, sort of bioinformatic field. We could get into you know what that boring word means in a minute. Okay. But, uh, needless to say, uh, it's been a journey. Lived all over. Haven't stayed in one town too long and probably looking for my next move here in a little bit uh, you're I, a bit of a rolling stone yeah i'm a i'm a rambling man except uh yeah. sans the getting laid of course <laughs> yeah so what kind of scientist are you i know you said bio mechanics something uh, biodome bio yeah, yeah, movie. yeah i study uh Pauly shore no i um <laughs> Not a lot going on right Should now. Should be then, studied. Huh? Yeah, his yeah, his, yeah. Uh, whole, his grip on America. And it's the, quiet. And, yeah. It's been quiet. Uh, yeah, I do a type of research called protein engineering, and that involves a lot of computers, a lot of informatics, a lot of this word you hear a lot called deep learning, and we can get into that. But essentially, I use it in all sorts of facets. One of them is to design vaccines. The other is to design therapeutics. I've been involved in both um, sort of anti-cancer therapeutics, or I'm sorry, not anti-cancer, but cancer therapeutics. Uh, I developed vaccines for the past five years against HIV. And um, right now I'm working on uh, sort of what they, you've heard this word a thousand times, I'm sure. You can't stop here. And it's called deep learning. And I'm applying that to um, the protein engineering field, sort of how to speed it up and make it better uh, in that capacity. But my skill set is pretty broad, so I can't answer a lot of questions. I can answer a lot of questions, just generic science questions about, you know, how this works or that works. Um, You're pro-science and anti-corruption. <laughs> that's right. That, that is, <laughs> that's such a great, you know, you're so right on, Chris, like, what are you supposed to say to that? I know, I know, it's it's brilliant. I mean, I think the guy has more substance because I wasn't a huge fan of you know, Kennedy Jr. before that or any of them really. But uh, yeah, well, he just came off with a guy that was like very self-aware. You know, I really I like that part of it and the and the clip they played today from Taking Knee. Um, no, I I, yeah. I know you guys are going to hate this and it makes for bad pod, but I sort of have to mentally prepare myself for those types of podcasts. So I haven't heard that one yet. Um, oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. yeah. gotcha. and, oh you're going to love it. Cause I, and tell me if this happens to you on Facebook when you follow the group and you haven't heard a podcast yet, but a lot of the people that post sort of take the wind out of your sails of seeing that or listening to that just by totally bashing it and everyone on there. And, it, and even though I don't agree with them, I'm like, it sort of ruins my motivation to listen to it. Even though I, I will wrong. eventually get onto it, like it's you, I'm you should unfollow. How, I'm, I'm always shocked how wrong. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then you do listen to it, and you're like, 
Yeah. What the fuck is like? I'm just not so. I'm not surprised. Like, because I'll hear like, "Oh, he said this or this or that," and you listen. It's like, wow, that that's not even close to what happened. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was expect- see. I hadn't. With- I hadn't heard it either. Sorry. I just and I was like you're saying. I I was expect. I, I read that thing and I was expecting to hear some retard like drooling into the mic or something. I didn't know what to expect, and then it was actually he said a lot of really cool shit. And he what I what I enjoyed about it, and I I enjoy this from really anybody I need to try to do this more is when people say in my opinion or my perspective on this for this reason or you know stuff like that like like yeah you don't, know. don't take such an authority approach or yeah. uh, posture to any given uh, uh, debated topic it's something yeah. I I also need to work on because you know I'll get on that message bo- or the Facebook group and blast a guy pretty quickly as soon as they oh, disagree yeah. with me and then i'll go yeah you know that wasn't that wasn't so nice. yeah well if if it, ba- it. if it balances out any of the negative things that you heard that's i i came away from it completely probably in the minority i i really enjoyed it actually and i don't enjoy anything anymore I, I <laughs> that was the that was the opposite where i had actually i listened to it and i had not really seen any any posts about and any asshole opinions on the episode. So, yeah. Well, are you, you yeah. guys are, I mean, I know you're of, of course part of the endless randers, but you're of course part of the regular ACS group, oh, right? Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, that's where uh, maybe your wall algorithms a little different than mine since, oh, you know, I have more sure. what they call engagement. Well, I, you know, I always see Jaden posting. So I imagine I have must not be on been your on, wall first. I have not been you on prob- as much lately on Facebook at all. Like not just, you know. I don't post that stuff. much. I don't post that much, but it's usually somewhat controversial, so it probably stands out. Right. But, but either way, um so what I had to do, and maybe you can do this too, and uh we'll get back to your your Corolla origins here in a second. Um after I make my point and then I'll cut everybody <laughs> else off. No, uh uh, I had to unfollow because it was just like, you know, because there's so many people in the groove. I was like, we hit 10,000 not too long ago and it'll like crowd up your feed, you know? And then there's some things that like, like you were saying, like that I don't want to know just yet. Yes. You, it, you know what I mean? So uh, I had to unfollow that and then I'll, and then I'll every day or two go to the page and then go through and, and shit on or like, or whatever people, you know, things. So you manually, say. you, you manually go to the page yes. and get your your Jump allotment in. of uh, of uh, people that yeah. disagree with you rather than have it force fed to you. Yeah, which kind of makes see. me a hero. Now I'm glad yes. you put it that way because I felt like a bit of a you know a, a, a fraud for you know for some reasons like I'm I've unfollowed it, but I actively make yeah that's a good point. You just Mister Brightsided me. I I go there every couple days um, and. Uh, you know, check manually, Re-up your but, dose. Yeah. So, so when did you start? When did you first start listening to Ace? Oh, that's you know, I, I some people don't remember, but I remember the exact moment and even the exact podcast and the exact first joke I laughed at is I was in grad school in uh, Vanderbilt and I had just joined the lab. I'm going to do my research in, and there was another guy in the lab named Mo, and he was sort of laughing and you know by you know by himself and i'm sure you guys have been victim to this a thousand times out in public when you're just trying to listen <laughs> it's just laughing out loud abhorrently oh, yeah. to everyone that'll or and people just think you're probably crazy 
I said, Hey Mo, what are you listening to? And he did. I know you think this is going to end with Adam Carolla, but that's not what he ended with. He just said a podcast. And I, and I said, Oh, okay. Well, it looks like you're killing time and enjoying yourself. So I'm going to look this thing up. And it happened that iTunes that moment promoting Adam like as a comedy podcast, because it was like only his 10th podcast had come out. It was the one with him and uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And they read um, what they read, uh, where the wild things are and just tore into it. And I had never heard just off the cuff references and <laughs> such great, great. Um, like, like I just never thought about shitting on a children's book. And I just thought oh, it was that's the all I think about ever. And I can't read that to my like I was read that book a million times as a kid. I can't, and I've read it to my son before I heard Adam's take on that. And this, not with the Jimmy Kim, not that original, but just he's talked about it a few times since then. I think right, right. It's a well known. Afterwards, I, I I read it to, or not, not anymore. I don't. But afterwards, I read it to him a few times. I just it just wasn't the same because so I was like, yeah, this little this little piece of shit, this little kid is a, a monster. Yeah, and his mom just brings, like he brings does, like cake. tortures the dog, and then uh, brings him cake in his bedroom. Yep, that, that that's it. And then I listened yeah. to the Seth MacFarlane one, and and just there was it was so good. And then I did like my whole life had changed as far as a Adam Carolla fan. I just like completely got swept up into everything he ever did, and backtracked, got onto the Loveline forums, and started and. 95 mm -hmm. and listened all the way through and you know downloaded that uh show where he's um fixing up the house what's that um I, it's the adam carolla project i think it was called oh yeah you, yeah you, you remember that thing and just sort of went backwards and forwards trying to listen to all the podcast and, and just um sort of evangelized <laughs> Adam and, and would preach his gospel to anyone that would listen. And uh, yeah, that was sort of it for me. And I I'm just a huge fan and it, it was a great way to get through grad school. Like there's so much mundane task and I'm sure you guys can identify with things you sort of do without thinking. There's a lot of that, believe it or not. Sure. And it's just a great way to get through that sort of mundane without um, wanting to kill yourself. So, so that, oh yeah, that's a, that's a great story. I mean, I, that's, uh, you weren't aware of him at all. No, I, like before I, I that? totally was. I, I remember like, you know, seeing love line on MTV and watching the man show, but I didn't. Oh, you, I oh, didn't so you knew who he was. Like okay. That. You know, I didn't yeah. treat him as a deity as I did over the next couple of years after I discovered him. He was just sort of a regular comedian. And when I looked yeah. at, yeah, sorry, go ahead. When yeah. I, when I looked at the iTunes thing, I was sort of hesitant. I was like, yeah, I guess I think Adam Carolla is funny, so I'll, I'll just try it. I think something similar happened with me because I listened to a podcast about soccer for years, and then it shut down. And that was one where you got like a. Was, I wonder why, because it's fucking boring as fuck. No, it was actually. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's a long story, but it was kind podcast of it was about, very sudden. It was very sudden because, like, one I guess one of the guys was a. Yeah, something but anyway but that shut down but that was one where you would actually get that from the website or like an rss feed sure to, you know and yeah, yeah yeah and then 
and then I think when that ended, I went to iTunes, you know, to look, and then yeah, that it was. I think Adam was at the top because I don't think I would have searched for him, but you know, sure. the top, there must have been some kind of little you know thumbnail at the top that promoted him, and I gave it a shot. Yeah, he was well, probably you, much hel- helped out by the fact that there wasn't a lot around. I mean, podcast as a format, yeah, was just taken off, and you know, I think there was maybe Bill Burr and. I don't remember if Joe Rogan was on there and uh, who else. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Bill Burr was uh, 2007. I was actually listening to him from just about the beginning. You said something really interesting, Chris. You you were listening to podcasts before it was readily accessible on like iTunes because I don't even think I you had to go. When I listened you, to podcasts, I did not have an Apple device. I don't know. I had like a something. What did you? Some kind of Samsung, just like a Samsung MP3 player. Or something. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what it was. I mean, I didn't really listen to music on it, but it was just. What was it? A Zoom? No, it wasn't the Microsoft <laughs> Zoom. <No. laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So, how so, do you uh, fail at you know fail at just a you know just a video or like a music player? I I, I have no idea. I yeah. don't you know. Get shut out by you it's get like, shut out by phones that have. The, the MP3 but at the player time, that was them. like when iPods were crazy. You know, everybody was doing iPods, and I guess it's oh, the, yeah. the plat. You didn't have the platform to get all the music with Microsoft or yeah, just, right? Yeah, it's it probably like, half hardware, half thor- software, and- thoroughly rejected. <laughs> yeah. So 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 Jordan, uh, so as I, I think they told me that you have a few things that that I, you think Adam would disagree ab- about. Um, is, that, is that true or? Well, or no, was it a, was it the other way around? We can do either or. We usually get into, you know, what would Adam like about you? What would Adam hate about you? But since this is our special science edition of the pod, we were going to we're going to kind of get do that but then kind of mix it in with uh what are some of Adam's best uh scientific theories that uh, Jordan the scientist agrees with and what are some of his worst? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I mean the, the one that stands out to me the most is, you know, Curl is kind of taken as a right-wing person right now. And one thing he rallies against is sort of the inauthentic nature of, 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 of climate change people. And the reason is, is because if you come at them with a solution, and his solution is, as he explains many times, nuclear power people immediately reject it and then their whole as far as i'm concerned and as far as everyone should be concerned you should now not um take anything they say about climate change like what their plan of action is seriously because we we we've given them a solution a solution that can be done today it can be done cheap and it can be done i'm sorry cheap is not the right word but it can be the, the research is is overwhelmingly on one side and people just go, no, 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 no. That, well, what are you talking about? That's that's dangerous. And yeah. Adam talks about that all the time. I, I forget the Indian doctor or, or uh, philanthropist. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. God, yeah, I, it was like it was like Raj Taj Mahal Muhammad. Or something. Yes, but exactly. Um, so you're, that's one of your that. that's that's one where you think he's right on. It's, oh, uh, absolutely. Kind of pro nuclear power. Absolutely. Plant. I, mean, I have. I'm oh, sorry. I was just gonna. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I have a quick theory on why it's so hard, like why it feels like you're swimming upstream anytime you're trying to 
you know, condone nuclear power. If fucking Eight Mile Island and Fukushima never happened, they wouldn't have shit to say. You right. know what I mean? Because those are, I think those are the only two nuclear meltdowns. Well, they have or whatever Chernobyl. You call oh, Chernobyl. Well, that was Eight Mile Island, right? Or no, no? Three Mile was Island was a New or three York mile thing. Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chernobyl and Fukushima. If those fucking things didn't happen, then, uh, you know, then what would they say? But yeah. Uh, it's it, very, it's very true what you say, and that is a major concern is the meltdown. But at the same time, the new technology on nuclear reactors, and I'm not talking not the Soviet stuff that was done in Chernobyl, but the new generation of nuclear reactors that cannot melt down. There, the physics don't allow it. Um, these nice. new generation breeder reactors that just will not allow a meltdown. The Chernobyl Mark II, <laughs> yeah, much no, no. much better, much <laughs> <Yeah>. better. <laughs> I mean, it, no, I get we, what you're saying. Sure, if we just and as Adam always said, you know, he always did this about the lie detector, right? If we just sat down and put all of our minds behind it, it could we we would have no reason to have a lawyer and and a due process because we could make the lie detector essentially 100. percent I think that technology is there. And the scientific community largely agrees. The holdup is just the mainstream opinion is an immediate um, uh, uh, saying, no, that's what are you talking about? Nuclear power. And they associate that word with, you know, Nagasaki and, and, and Three Mile Island and, and Chernobyl. And it just completely tainted it. What nuclear power needs is a, is a PR team, you know, to maybe yeah. rebrand that word because – all nuclear means is using the nucleus, uh, yeah. it, it, but it's been sort of co-opted by all these horrible things. Um, no, you know who they need? They need Richard Gere's publicist and Mark Garagos. <laughs> That's, That's right. who they need. That's right. I like to play devil's advocate on this because I, I kind of get the, the that reaction against it. I, I personally, yeah, I, I wouldn't really. I'm I'm sure it would be fine, but. At the same time, I'm kind of in a mood recently where, like, we're just we're not that good. Like, you know, like we we spend a lot of time in this nation's kind of like we're really good at this stuff, but we're really bad at governing things, and we're really yeah. really getting bad at like infrastructure and highways, and we're also becoming pretty like you know our our laws aren't made by our Congress; well, they're made by lobbyists and corporations, and well, those are going to yes. be the guys like you know because there's going to be the guys that are kind of you know, you know, controlling the regulators and like setting the regulations to, I don't, I don't know, you know, every now and then Facebook goes down, you know, it, right you know, on the, in the East coast and things happen. And, uh, well, I guess, I guess as a scientist, I'll ask, let me ask you this question. What's the problem with just building a bunch of them in the middle of the desert and just uh, running, well, running well, extension cords? Oh, like, what's the problem? Him. Like, why is it always, cause sometimes I think that the solution, like, that like the, the the people that are kind of putting the solution to us don't really want it to happen because they it comes back to like oh not in my backyard or we're going to build it right here it's like why why just build it where no one is and then just uh, run some run some uh, extension cords or whatever we, right. we, wow. we can do that can't we right the problem <laughs> the problem is is uh, just power it, it, the, the longer the distance it is the um, 
It's like friction loss it, it, or something. You right? you get a lot of resistance, and then we it'll build we up. We can't the heat. do better with that. Like we, you know, like before we have telephone lines that you, know, you could barely hear right. a voice, and now and now they have fiber yeah. optics that are that are sending a sort of weak voltage signal. This would be an extremely high voltage, and there's no way you can get around Ohm's law. So it does have to be sort of local. Okay, and, well then that's and, the reason. All right, and I I, I, I told you that. My point is, is anyone who announces they are a fervent, uh, you know, we need to do something about the climate, seem to just turn a blind eye towards this immediate solution and not the sort of muddled solution of what we do with these alternative fuel sources, which I'm totally on board with. I have no problem with, you know, wind energy and geothermal and, and uh, you know, uh, like damn hydroelectric power. All fine, but right now the technology is there for nuclear power, and if you are as adamant as you say about climate change, this is something to consider as an option. And my mm-hmm. only point is, people just completely do just—it's just not even in the conversation. That's another reason why I don't think I care. Like I'm like pro nuke, even though it, I you know, I think it does make sense. Is that I, I don't know that, that we have a real power problem. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't see it. What? It, it's power about the output like of the power. Cheap. Like, what do you mean? Like burning fossil fuels, as we're currently doing, puts out a lot of CO two. Nuclear doesn't put out any. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that that's what people are talking about. Is well, you're you know, saying if you're like really serious about climate change and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not really. I'm, I guess I'm not really too too concerned about. It. Like I recycle, <laughs> I recycle and all that. You also don't know. know very much about it either. Huh? <laughs> I, I mean, Apparently. I know like what impact yeah, I'm going to have. I've got a pretty good idea of what impact I'm going to have. And I mean, I, I know that it's not, uh, I know that probably three quarters of the shit I put in the recycling bin every week, you know, is probably just gets thrown in a, you know, a dump anyway, you know, because they really can't sort it or use it all. But I don't, I don't know. I'm really not that like super motivated about it personally. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad there are people, there are people that but are. I think that like what you're saying is true though. Like, and that's a, a kind of a twist on what Ace would say where you know, the people that are most vociferous about the problem really don't want a solution like that. Cause that's their whole thing is like, yeah, being the, oh, yeah. the problem. That's their bread and butters. And yeah. it's always been their, their stock and trade is and complaining, not solving. I imagine if there that, was a, if there was a solution. They wouldn't have any complaining left to do. So I'm just, I'm not big into the client climate, climate change thing either. I'm just, it's just one thing. Ace has always said yeah, that I, yeah. I, I I think can be backed up by science. That was a great. Yeah. It's a great. He had another one like that, like on the on the kind of the political problem solving, where he he was saying that he doesn't believe that people really care about you know voter oppression and voter ID laws. You know, folks that are you know, really sympathize with people that they think cannot get IDs. I mean, a photo ID. He says, you know, they really, he doesn't think they really care because they talk about it all the time, but they never, ever have any kind of solution. Like, hey, well, man, there's it's like, yeah, all these people the- can't get IDs. Like, we need to solve that problem. Like, we don't, they don't yeah. want to really solve that problem. Like, maybe we need to get like mobile. Yeah. Ace says, let's ID. get the bus and let's get them down to the DMV. Let's yeah, get them an yeah. ID instead of getting rid of the ID. That's a, just a brilliant aceism right there. Like, just, oh, yeah. yeah. Just what are, what are some of these those uh what was the other thing it was the nuclear thing and what else did you agree about 
or did oh, you you were saying so, science backs it up or whatever? So this is something I've recently been reading about is in the in fifty years we'll all be chips. And this is actually backed by science. And I was listening to uh, an audio book called uh, The Gene, an Intimate History. And it was done by um, some cancer biologist. But he, I, I never really thought about this, but it turns out like evolutionary, evolutionary, we are like Y chromosome is sort of being phased out. And the reason is, is because it's like, our chromosome, what determines that we're males, is changing, and it's very labile, which means it can accept a lot of mutations, and it has a ton of junk DNA, and there's really no evolutionary pressure to keep it along except to um, sort of differentiate us into males. And as it turns out, like we're barely hanging on to the Y chromosome, so... I just yeah. thought it was really interesting, and, and I researched it, and it turns out the Y chromosome is, you know, someday may not be around anymore. So, uh, so we're, I thought that was so our balls know, are falling off. We're all going to be hermaphrodites. <laughs> what, what's what's happening? What's happening to my body? <laughs> yeah, yeah drop I, it. Oh, I got his little science saying. See, the balls drop because they're getting closer and closer to being further away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. So it's evolution, all right? It's science. You wouldn't understand, Jordan. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ha- have my junk DNA uh, replaced with velociraptor DNA. Oh, right. Uh, junk DNA in this context means like DNA that's just sort of along for the ride. We're not, not really sure what it does. Uh, please don't so correct ju- me. So jizz, basically. Me DNA Turns talk, out, sorry. but I love the idea that junk DNA actually encodes your junk. <laughs> yeah, I, just, yeah, I just encoded my girlfriend the other what should we call this doctor right but I just thought it was so interesting when I heard that that it turns out that Ace may have a point that you know the, what we call male you know when we say we're different from chimpanzees it turns out a lot of that comes from the Y chromosome that's the the most rapidly evolving chromosome. So, uh, you know, what determines our, our male, our, our sex is just rapidly evolving, shrinking, getting shorter and hanging on by a thread and evolution. Man, I'm not sure what the terrible. outcome means, but I just know there's some scientific credence to, to what Ace is saying. Our junk yeah. is hanging what by about, a thread. It's terrible. Hey, speak for yourself, buddy. No, hey, what what do you think about family and education? Oh, come on! Uh, what what do you mean? Like that? That's I, I'm totally on board with that. Like, oh, okay, I, good. I, I don't understand why you could ever be against it, and and everyone always has that knee jerk reaction. Like, it's more than that. Of course, it has to be more than that. But I don't know. Do Do you guys listen to the old love lines? Yeah. Well, not, I, that's from time to time, I'll go back. First choice. If I'm on a long road trip or you know business trip, I'll I'll get kind of dip into those. Yeah, I'm. I mean, you know, you don't have to, go ahead. I would even go. I was sorry. I was just going to say. I would even go so far as to say. Maybe this is controversial. I would kind of rather go back if I could trade what the podcast has become. I still love it. Don't get me wrong, but I would kind of trade that for 
like what 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 if you could displace Adam's era and career maybe as the weed talking but wouldn't it be cool to move it back like 20 years so the people from today could see a show like Love Line oh really not anything I'm you know totally what I mean? on board yeah I mean, and that, because that, I think that he Ace had some even, humility. It was it was great. It, it was, was very <laughs> self deprecating, and and you know all the jokes were about aquas, and you know that kind of stuff is what really. But I yeah. I really loved Ace because he would just make fun of himself, and it, it, you know I still love ACS, but you're totally right. He's it, it's becoming, you know he he's sort of becoming that thing he always talked about Tom Cruise. You, you remember, do you remember that old theory on Tom Cruise with the motorcycle? Yeah, what was it? No, yeah. where he would say the reason Tom Cruise gets Matt Lauer and starts talking a bunch of nonsense is because he has no one around him to tell him he's an idiot. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Too many. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, man. And, yeah. It, yes. And I don't know if that might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. I mean, what do you guys yeah. think? Well, now that Brian Cranston doesn't, now he does. Now that he doesn't have to suck him off every time Cranston comes in, uh, no, that's that was the last of it. But yeah, go ahead, Chris. I think it's more of a self fulfilling prophecy to like just kind of be miserable, like <laughs> to just surround yourself with people that you know seem to yeah. kind of like have the opposite uh, characteristics that you want in their in their specific jobs, maybe. And a lot, yeah, I'm sure a lot of it's for show for the show, and you know. Yeah, I have a theory. Contrived, that, but I don't know. Like that seems to be his. Like Tom Cruise would surround us with people that you know make him feel great. You know, make him feel like he's on top of the world. And Adam Phil surrounds himself with people that kind of, uh, you know, irritate him. He brings him. them down. <laughs> he brings them down to him. You know, like they hear <laughs> Tom Cruise lifts him. them up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I maybe, but I don't know. Like you know, Ace always said if this same outcome keeps on happening. You have to look at the common denominator and what's the common denominator with all his employees. Oh yeah. Is him. Yeah, sure. Right. And I trust no fan of, you know, this millennial work ethic either, but I think there's just more to be said about, you know, Ace being sort of an authoritarian ruler over at the, yeah. the podcast. And I have no oh, problem with it. Really. Well, that's, I'm glad that's you my, said that, cause I, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. I have a question no, for you. I, the 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 that was that's that kind of confirms my theory on why Ace fans tend to be like we don't really know one, and the ones we do know are like Theo, and they're kind of a douche, you know. But like, <laughs> you know, the nobody younger than I'm just kidding. I, I love Theo, but uh, it, it seems like that's why the the people are older because it's an interesting thing, like. If that's what I was saying, if you displaced it, then the kids from today would see that side of Adam, and it wouldn't be trying to get somebody to tune in. And literally, the first thing he comes on, he just complains about like a like a steak with a waiter and why waiters are retarded and all this. And it's like, no, you don't understand. Like, oh uh, yeah, to yeah, be, he's, con, he's a conjurer. So it yeah. would be easy. I think it would be easier to turn people onto the podcast because he was a, almost a different person. I still love it. Don't get me wrong, but I think if you had displaced it. I mean, I, I would, I would, my original point was I would trade where we're at now for being love line. If what we were listening to right now was love line, because I find no offense to anybody or whatever, but I found love line far more interesting than what the podcast has become. Still love right. it, but I mean, would y'all agree or I, I do since I'm a huge fan of love line and, 
and first year, you know, the first couple of years of ACS and I'm still a fan. I, I don't want that to be misconstrued, but like, I love Loveline because it was not so much of Ace blowing himself. Although he did do plenty of that. He went on <laughs> Loveline, but it was, yeah, I, I don't listen to Ace for the hard hitting interviews. I listen to it for the cuff references, the improv, the nonsense. Uh, yeah. it, th- those are the things that I know there's a lot of people on the fan board that do listen for the interviews, but for me, like you can't beat the gay morning zoo or, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> some of these old, old bits that are just nonsensical. Yeah. You got to listen to some of the repeat stuff to, because he breaks out these new gems like all, all the time, you know, just new little improv bits or whatever. You just kind of, there's a lot there still, you know, and you can, yeah, yeah. It may be kind of the same overall story, but there's always a little twist or there's always new stuff, like new oh. little gems in there. Yeah. It's that, I mean, that's what I listen for. And the guests are just kind of, uh, they can make it better or not, you know? know. Yeah. And, and I, matter. and I see Ace's point with, cause he always said like, you know, he has a lot of time to kill and he can't be doing, it would be tough to do a two hour gay morning zoo. So he does have to have you know, some give and take from the guest. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, uh, it'd be, yeah, go ahead. it'd be cool if they did, uh, like I, I personally, I don't know if you agree, Chris or Jordan, but it, you really shouldn't even try to talk for five. I mean, how did you not know that? Like, how would you not know that that would just not uh, granted, you know, he has to do what he has to do and he's good at it and he does it better than anybody. But that, maybe that to me is, is kind of what's getting stale. It's like, take, I don't know, uh, maybe not take some time off, but add something else to it. Like more, uh, bits like, like game show bits, kind of like Howard Stern does or something. Well, not like, not like rotten tomatoes where you bring like other people in and, uh, you know, it's more like that because it's, it would be just like what you're saying. It's like super hard to talk for that long and not tell the same story. Like you'd had to have known, What's it going to be in five years? Is what I'm saying. Well, I think it's going to be crazy because it sounds like he's got a lot of new stuff going on, doesn't he? Like he's got these, I don't know, meetings with that guy, that Marty guy that was like a Seinfeld producer, writer, and they're getting oh, yeah, some I love that like guy. spin. Like yeah, that was that's great. That was a great yeah. story. Like sounds like he's there's a lot of cool I mean, stuff a lot happening. Of content out yeah. there is would, would three days a week be the end of the world? That's yeah. That's that's what I, that's kind of what I'm saying is sometimes less is more. You know, I, you gotta kind of accumulate stories. You know, imagine a comic that just went straight to the stage and then straight back to his hotel room. His fucking act would suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm saying that's what I love about Ace. He's got all these great stories, but if you're not living, you know. So I mean, not to get once again, I'm fucking baked, but like if you're not living then yeah, you're all, not then you his, don't have yeah all his stories revolve around him getting to the podcast or <laughs> having a conversation before the podcast or on the way home from the other podcast yeah. or the call from yeah, the in the studio yeah yeah, yeah also I'll, if he just learned a little bit of tech like i don't know about you guys do you listen to uh uh you know him telling these stories about how uber app doesn't work for him and if he just put ways, in a little yeah yeah, yeah, just yeah. put a I'm learning that I feel like that fodder would go away. So 
God bless him that he doesn't because, uh, you know, that's <laughs> when you, if, if that's your, if that's your bit, right. And that's kind of what gets you laughs with your friends, like growing up, hanging out, then yeah, that, that, that might be kind of just what you fall back to because that's like what, that's kind of your program to kind of fall back on that character that's complaining about the, yeah you know, things that yeah if you just do how technology if you just, yeah, if you, you. Just, if you just walk on the other side of the street then you won't uh you know you won't have things falling on you from what you know whatever you know just walk yeah and he just doesn't do that he'd rather yeah have things I, fall on him. if i was a segment producer i just want to see more calls i know chris dis- disagrees and i know why and i understand why and everything but i i personally would like that because it would like a like a like an advice kind of thing like dr viscott if yeah. he would actually whatever. do is that, that what he did? If he would do wait, that. He wait, just, go yeah. back. Yeah, if yeah. he actually did. Yeah, wait, Chris go is back. right. What was that? Hey, go back. Hey, <laughs> hey go back. When, you're, yeah. when, you're, when you were twinkling your daddy's eye. That would be an interesting <laughs> format for him where it's a take a knee, but it's not, but it's not a you know famous whatever. It's just him taking calls from people yeah. asking him like about things and kind of more longer conversations, but. I don't. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Here's the here's the only problem with the call taking, as far as I see it, Jaden, is that if you remember back in Loveline, the callers were so stupid, and that was a, just a point of, like, you know, he would just put the line down and then go on a, a twenty minute jack about how, yeah, <laughs> you know, junior college. I feel like the callers for ACS uh, don't really. I mean, they're smart, but they articulate themselves a little better than the Loveline crowd. And oh yeah, well it was most all callers really shoot with themselves in the foot. Most most callers, like the uh, Quinn that called uh, sometime in the last few days. About, oh yeah, about <laughs> yeah, the oh, yeah, like, that guy. Just, he just like shot himself in the foot right off the bat. You know, just like yeah. What was he saying? Something about sampling or that's like that's what raps so, like that's. It was born in San. I, I I don't know. Just he was just meandering, and he probably uh, has a like had it really well planned out. But you know how it goes. You, yeah, yeah. You get in the spotlight or something, and it just kind of uh, just doesn't go the way you think. Yeah, I've yeah. thought about articulating an opinion on that show, but then I, I I'm worried that I would I would end up in the the Quinn camp where he says yeah, just sort of meandered and. Have you guys, have either of you two called into uh, ACS or ADS or? Nope. Uh, yeah, I called into ACS once uh, and totally got a plug for this podcast. Endless Runners on Twitter is uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I, was, I, was so I remember I, well, that. Oh, no, that's right. I was plugging the, the stand-up special. That's right. And he ended up talking to me about pools and shit like building pools oh that's but, uh, right okay yeah, yeah. You're, a, you're a you're a custom pool dude yeah yeah and i uh yeah well i'm trying to be you know you're but, a man uh, of many talents yeah hey well i also have a podcast called what's it called chris uh talk time radio talk time radio what yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna assume you subscribe jordan but anyway we'll move yeah. on um uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I called into that, and then I called. I called in to talk talk to Doctor Drew, and it's the most clusterfuck call ever. I called into Doctor Drew because he's had a vasectomy, but he also had prostate cancer. And and from what I've heard, you know, those there might be a correlation. Is there any science to that? Um, 
so the vasectomy. I guess it depends which one, and that's kind of that was kind I mean, of what I was calling I, I, I've for. I've heard, you know, I, I've heard that, like, you know, because you're sort of cutting out, cutting off one. Uh, you know, it's essentially you're, you're not using your prostate, right? Yeah, I I think I've heard something like that, but these coarse grain correlation studies, Jaden, are just one of the things people get in trouble with when they, when they try to subscribe these. Uh, these things to, to what causes cancer. I mean, you got to think about how much it, how long it took them to like uh, show that smoking caused cancer. And. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? There might not be a whole lot of research about it. Yeah. Well, that was my question, but I never ended up getting to it. Maybe research, but there there's in between getting a vasectomy and cancer, there is all these little biological nuances that could be, confounded by thousands of different variables so to take this one thing and subscribe it to cancer is really hard now i'm not saying it it can't be a so it cannot be part of it cancer. but you have a very complex biological process going on there that's cancer and you have a pretty simple input that's to me and there's a thousand yeah. things that happen in between those and sort of that coarse grain correlations it's really hard to do but yeah. i'm not saying there's no credence to that at all i'm just saying uh not really making the rounds in, in the literature as far as i know um but you know that seems like a more longer term study that i think it's more by vasectomies the, yeah by the time we know like it's gonna be too late for you like because we'll you know we'll know in 30 years you know whether there was any cause and effect there but i I don't know or we'll know in a while preemptively getting their prostates removed now since it's such a simple procedure Uh, oh i I don't know after you don't need kids you really don't need a prostate right because that's just all that adds is like this mucopolysaccharide that allows semen to travel better i mean i thought after kids it just became like a yeah it, it like you wouldn't notice um unless you were trying to have kids that that's my understanding of the human physiology behind the prostate exam so uh, or i'm sorry the, the prostate so I, I i don't know that that's a great question Jaden. well that was my my why i called in to talk to dr drew to ask him basically like what are the chances you know what's the likelihood or whatever his his overall thing was just go ahead and do it if i'm going to do it he tried to talk me out of it but there was like a clusterfuck like the lines got crossed or something so when he got on he thought i had been like telling my girlfriend to fuck herself but i was saying fuck the other girl cuz i had been on i had been holding online for a while <laughs> and he thought i was her and then she comes on and she's like ah my 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 like like this dumb chick and i was just, that's who i was cursing at but he was hearing me not oh. her you know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So he thought I was cursing out my girlfriend. So he comes on, he's like, Hey Jaden, quit telling your girlfriend to fuck her, fuck herself. And I was like, wait, what? No, by getting an abortion or by getting a vasectomy was, you know, well, but anyways, was, was his thing that you hadn't had any kids yet and you weren't, uh, like a vasectomy is not 100% reversible. As they yeah. say, was well, that his, he, his angle? Basically, he's basically said what everybody else says. I'm like, hey, 
I've been saying, like I told him, I, I've been saying it since I was a teenager. I don't want to have kids. Yeah, really there's don't. no what. Yeah, and, and Dr. Then, Drew is always like, you're going to change your mind. I mean, he's always says that. And I'll adopt. There's plenty of kids out there that don't have parents. It does. It just makes no sense to me why why everyone has to have their own. I know. Has to have their own. Well, yeah. I'm like, Not, I'm like, I, 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 you never know when I might need to have some more kids. Yeah, you know, what I mean? like tax I'm reasons. Keeping my, I'm keeping my gear in, <laughs> you know, in tip top condition. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, can I always be uh, seventy years old, and I might need a few more. You can always yeah. come in the freezer. Oh, I, that's true. Oh, I I do that every day. What do you? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know so if how, it has to be in a receptacle or you just open up the top and maybe get on a step stool, but. Well, you don't want your, your jizz getting freezer burnt, man. That is definitely uh, that causes cancer for sure. Oh, there's there's many different techniques. I'm on an advanced level, though. It wouldn't make sense to you. So anyway, uh, what so that so what what is the stuff that you disagree with Adam about? I think that's even more interesting sometimes. Well, you know, maybe I'll do this a little more um, Socratarian. Like, what do you guys think of Vinny Tortorich? Oh He's, man, okay. I may go first. So overall, I think there's a lot to the whole keto thing. And I mean, or personally, it's, it's hard if someone tries it. I don't know about the long-term effects, but it works. I mean, I've, I've done it a couple times and it's had pretty good effects and it's been pretty easy. I just eat all the good stuff I want. I've had physicals where my cholesterol has gone down after I've done this. So, but then uh, I tried to watch the, the fat doc on what Amazon prime something. Yeah. A few nights ago. And it was like a lot of Vinny (laughs) sitting in a chair in a room with like multiple camera angles on him. And I was just like, Nope. I checked. Nope. (laughs) Right. Like I could barely listen to your job. I was like, I was like, because it's an interesting subject because I do think, you know, like big, you know, big food and Monsanto and all that kind of stuff is probably not good. And we're not even aware of like why we're eating the things we're eating. And we have to like uh, search out good food because most of it is probably is really processed. But I don't know. But I'm guessing you have an opinion. Well, my my point is, of course, the keto diet works. Like the reason, but the, the my problem with Vinny and and Adam, uh, which is basically a mouthpiece for Vinny, is why it works is not like you know you hear Vinny talking about the liver and this and this sugar is different. It's all the same. Everything's every sugar is the same. Uh, basically taking the metabolism of a human and distilling it down into like a binary output, this good, this bad is that, that does not, that that's not how metabolism works. I mean, the sugars, every single different type of sugar has a debt, a different type of metabolite, meaning it's going through all this complex metabolism. And I, I don't mind that Vinny talks about how uh, no sugar, no grain can work as a diet. My problem is, is when people call in and go, you know, can I have some sweet and low? And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. Your your liver sees that as the same. That That's not true. That's just mm. not true. My problem is why he says it works. He, he pretends like he understands metabolism, which he doesn't. The reason it works is because it's extremely hard calorie surplus on meat uh, because you have your one, 
um, you're completely, you're way more satiated with meat than you are with say like chips, right? Like you guys can eat a whole thing. I, I, can I mean, eat a whole you thing could just never, Doritos. never ending. Yeah. I could. Right. Just, it's like never ending, but yep. with yeah, me, especially if just, they're lays, you can't eat just one. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> with me, you get, you get full much quicker and it's just much harder to get to a calorie surplus. Uh, you're, uh, on, on a, on a diet like that. And that's the reason it works. And that's what the scientific literature says. And the other reason it works is because, as you were saying, Chris, uh, it is incredibly easy to stick to because you're like not miserable. Yeah, yeah. It's right? just like, I'm just going to eat all, I'm going to eat this pile of bacon. Yeah. And the, the, the corollary studies and, and the reviews on, on diets, the number one factor to it working, all these different diets, the zone, the block law this is um adherence and yeah one reason no sugar no grain works so well is because people aren't miserable they can follow it pretty easy and just my only problem with with how acs and and vinny approach that is them trying to explain why they know the the complex nuance metabolism when not vinny not Nobel Prize working metabolomics uh, researchers understand that completely yet. And so that, that was my only gripe about that. And it's yes, you can go over um, your caloric limit with meat because, and I hate to say it, you look at some pictures of Gina, it doesn't look exactly like the no sugar, no grain is, <laughs> I mean, is she, she seems to really adhere to it. And, Every time I hear Vinny and her talk, they like need some tweaking and, and whatnot. I mean, it's more than just eating meat. You, you got to be at a, a calorie deficit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the, like, the notion that like the sugars and the carbs have some kind of addictive properties? Yeah, of course. Oh God. Yeah. That's another reason to get off it. Like the only thing I want, a lot of what Vinny says is true. Like you're, your brain is rewarded by sugar because that's primary energy uh, um, uh, fuel. So there is an addictive nature to sugar for sure. For the most but, part, I just do like a lot less sugar, a lot less grains. That's right. My, and that kind of just works for me. So. Right. It's just that Benny acts like if you have some grain, your, your, your penis is going to fly off. Right. If you have some <laughs> gluten, your dick's going to fly off. Like you did in South Park. And that's just not quite the case. Uh, so, that's my only real beef with Benny. And every time he comes on, they, they seem to just, he seems he's to just always dig got... himself more and more into like some sort of scientific authority of wh- what's happening in, in, in the, or, or Ace kind of makes that happen case. though. Ace, Ace kind of makes that happen. Cause he's just like black or white, Vinny, black or white. Yes or no. Yes or no. And, and Vinny, uh, you know, a lot of times he does, I don't, you know, I'm not usually a defender of his, but a lot of times he is kind of like, no, nah, no, nah, like it's not that simple, you know. And then Ace is like, no, are you gonna white white wine or red wine, you know? And he just makes him pick one. But it's like, yeah, yeah he could you know, like, for for a few minutes there, he was just trying not to pick one because it really, you know, didn't matter. But he always got some, he's always got some kind of crackpot. Like, what was he on the last one? He was talking about, you know, that we can't use the word retard anymore or something. Then he started getting into like. When he was Who growing up that? in the seventy, yeah, he started getting in. Uh, I don't know what what tick got him on this, but he, he went on this weird jag about how when he was growing up, everybody just said the n word and it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? 
It's it almost like he was talking about how it's, you know everybody should just keep using you know just keep on using the n word. It wasn't that big a deal, and it wasn't. He's like also a, from it wasn't the backwoods of Louisiana. Yeah, and he was like, it wasn't that offensive. It wasn't that big a deal. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I kind of know what he's saying, I guess, but that doesn't. Yeah, it's not a good look when you're. When you're defending, he should pick a culture too, because it's always like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm from the backwoods, of Louisiana. And then the next thing, it's like I'm an Italian boy, you know, like pasta, yeah, and, oh, just pasta and spaghetti sauce all the time. You know? He's on Sally Jesse Raphael and some fucking pink <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Did you ever yeah, see that, Jordan? That's right. That shit's I, great. I, I only saw the conch shell. What's the Sally Jesse? No, he was he on was Oprah. A, he was on Oprah yeah, was on trying Oprah, to pick yeah. up Cher, I think, or. Or Sally Jesse Raphael. No, no, I thought he was dating Cher or something, or he was dating. I think he was dating some other older, non-famous older woman, uh, and then he was asking her. I don't know. Yeah, well, he was one of those creepy guys. That's like he's like, oh yeah, because I guess at the time Cher was in her late thirties, or and he was in his twenties, or whatever it was. She was in her forties. He was in his you know late whatever. And uh, so he's like this dime piece, you know, guy or whatever, <laughs> supposedly. Like he's like a, what do you call it? Like a, like a boy toy kind of thing. He was that well, 80s like proto, like trope. Uh, like, like, the, hey, if you're, if you got like a sports coat with a collar popped up and you're getting laid, like you can do no wrong. Like, I'm going to yeah. immediately look this up because I, well, first of all, yeah, what's the topic of the show? Uh, let me see if I, I can know. find it. Or maybe like, uh, uh, they call what do they call like May December romances or something? Was he like banging banging uh, oh, older chicks all the time? I, no, I no, he was. He came out such a creep because he's he's basically saying he, and they're like, why are you chasing all these women in there? Because he oh that's right, he was on there with a chick that was like in her late forties or something. And he's like in his twenties, and he's like, listen, people, you know, a woman sit, hits her sexual peak when she's in her forties, so y'all are missing out oh, <laughs> or something. And he was up there with I don't know, I forget what it was, you know, not that I know, you know. Or, or give a fuck. Hey, there's nothing wrong with the older ladies. I, I, that that's mine. Yeah. I, I like going up now. It, I'll see if I. <laughs> I'll see if I. I can see. I, I'll see if I can pull that up while y'all are. Um, so do you? Uh, do you? How long have you been in the ace hole group? I think I've been in for probably three years, but I've never. And one thing I'm really mad at myself about is uh, I've never really gone on the cruise or gone to a show with everyone and in my defense um going like i was broke for a long time in grad school and like i could never just have an extra 700 bucks to, to take on a cruise t- um trip but it just looks like next time it's happening i'm definitely going it looks like y'all are having so much fun so that's one thing i regret so i've just sort of been there as a ancillary background character um for, for a while. I don't know. Have you guys gone on the cruise or do you I haven't up? gone on the cruise. No, I've been to a couple shows, been to a mm-hmm. couple live shows, but uh, not been on the cruise. want to go next year. I think it's late in the year next year, like December. Yeah, I think they said December. Right, yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, by all accounts, uh, everyone has a great time. Everybody. Do you guys yeah, have... Yeah, here goes that. Here goes that clip. Hold that thought, Jordan. Let's see here. Yeah, I got the... Jurassic Park was the you know, see, you know, I hear it okay. Fanny packs were all the rage, and back then the term. I bet you Vinnie Stone's a fanny pack. To a species of large wildcats, not older women wanting to hook up with younger guys. This is Doe Gentry. Doe, uh, introduce your young man. 
and tell us what you first liked about him. It's Vinny with I'd an like older chick. Vinny Tortorich is a fitness expert. He's hot, sweet, he loves women, and he's emotionally accessible. Ah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> accessible. Yeah. Okay. How old are you? 28. 28. Doe? Oh, that F word's so hard to say, but I'm 50. Really? 50. What did I say? Like, what about 40 as an F word? And what's the difference between dating somebody younger and somebody who is, quote, your age? They uh, will be partners with you. It's a little easier because they see you as an equal. You know, for the younger men, there are, plus, there are more pluses for the younger men. Why? How? Oh, Did he just cut her off? Number one, women don't even hit their sexual <laughs> prime until they hit 40. They don't even My God. I know. That's and sick. then it shows a picture of him ripped on the beach. Guy you have. Oh boy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no, it gets good right here. I think. I don't know. You have to go with what you want to be with. And if you want to be with an older woman, it's the difference between riding in a Volkswagen and a Cadillac. If you want to ride in a Volkswagen, go right ahead. If you want the Cadillac, go for the older woman. Well now. It sounds uh, like Vinny has, Vinny has spoken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway. So uh, is there science to that? Are the chicks really freaks in their I 40s? mean, I, I'm talking about going, uh, you know, a few years. My, I, I agree with them, but that seems, that seems oh, you're extreme. Single. 20, 20, you're single. Oh, yeah. 20, 28 nice. to 50. Um, but I, I do like uh, maybe girls or women in, in their late 30s. That's sort of the peak, uh, at least gone through one divorce so they could... You know, they might be tens, but they'll be knocked down to a, a seven more in my range because, yeah. because of the divorce. Hey, don't sell yourself short. All I need right. to get you with Ma Messiah. I'll have a pep talk with I him. I think it's very realistic, and at the same time, uh, you know, uh, you may be a sociopath. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. But uh, if it works, man, hey. I fucked a chick in her late 40s like two years ago, and that bitch was banging. Woo! How old are you again, Jaden, though? 35 okay well that's reasonable so third well i was 40s, 30 it's, it's not that bad yeah well she was you know she was uh as uh you know she just had good genetics or whatever but yeah i like how like, Vinny we are creep. like you know try to act like we're picky like, oh yeah. yeah i definitely not yeah. uh, <laughs> as soon as i get a few belts in uh, me, and then that's all the i don't have me. any more scrutiny yeah. excuse me ma'am you're awful close uh, can i how old are you like, yeah, I'm always blown away. I'm just sitting there, you know. I'm always blown away that a chick is even willing to let me put my <laughs> dick inside her. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. You need to make better decisions after this. You know. All right, so we got. I just want to hit these. Uh, I just want to hit these. You got. You had a good uh, tool tune, real quick, and we'll come back to the questions since we're meandering. And I got this thing pulled up. So you chose a song. That uh, is this from a soundtrack or something? Was it? Yeah, soundtrack to my life. This had to be in several <laughs> several movies. Yeah, I feel like it was from a movie. Hold on, little girl, show me what he's done to you. Stand up, little girl. A broken heart can't be. Can I can see why this like is a tool tool tune? It's fucking gay. He sounds kind of like uh, Melissa Etheridge. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Probably looks like her too. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> uh, here's the hook. 
definitely a tool tune. It's not a song I like. <laughs> well, you know, I just thought of something. I'm about to blow y'all's fucking mind. So, there's tool tunes that you don't want to see anybody. You don't, you don't want anybody to catch you listening to it and enjoying it. What about the songs where like I wouldn't even want to be caught dead listening? Like I would, I don't like this song. So that so is there another level to the tool tuneness? It's like a song that. You know what I mean? Like if somebody came in and saw you jamming it and thought that you liked it, like somehow that's worse. I, you know, I don't know. You see I what I'm saying? I don't have a sense? lot of shame. God, I have so little shame. And I'm surprised you do with that last story about the uh, you know, golden girl there. But, <laughs> I don't have any shame. I don't have any shame. So I don't have any shame about that. Is this girl. <laughs> it, it I don't have. I don't have any shame about that. What made you think? Well, that? it surprised me you'd have some shame about listening to, you know, some 98 degrees or whatever. Well, first of all, I don't like 98 degrees. I, there's songs them. that I really love, and I love them. I'm a musician. I don't know if I told you this. There's songs that I, the songs that I like, I know exactly why I like them. Yeah. You know, whether it's the lyrical content and the. The melody, the chord progression, whatever it is, I can break down mathematically why I like what I like. Right. That so you doesn't must mean hate aces. Uh, I don't know. Yes, he, he has the worst fucking music. taste. Yo, fuck yeah. Me he too. has the worst, like, whitest taste in music. Yeah. And, that Jayhawks Jayhawk song the other day was kind of good, <laughs> actually. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Are you are you in the? Uh, I don't know this anyone is, that really is, loves Ace's taste in music. But oh he's no, so adamant bad. about it. It's bad. Oh, no, I'm starting white. to get angry at the people that uh, like like Caller Quinn that keep bringing it up, like keep trying to convince Adam because it just it always backfires. Then we get right. to listen to him talk about the Jayhawks and why they're great and why you know but, everybody, I mean, everybody's stupid because they don't you know. I don't, yeah. yeah. So like, just, I, I wish to stop bringing it up. Like, I, I not here, but on yeah, you know, base, <laughs> yeah. But where he where he won't hear it, but he, his. Taste in music is sort of follows the formula that most of ours does. It's like when you're at that 14 to 18 year range and what was good on the radio is exactly what he says is the best music ever, right? But he picks like, was was Graham Parker and John Hyatt the same, you know, the same person? Were they ever like big on the radio? Like what, Uh, when, like what month of 1974 did that happen? You know, well, they were played on the same day as each other. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He just kind of, well, it's, it's a weird pick. Like, I mean, his, his, his taste, like, oh, well, the other thing I'll say, Jay, you brought that up. You said that you listen for, can listen to for multiple things, like lyrical content or melody. My, it seems like Ace really listens for lyrical content, and that's like the last on my list. Like, I always listen for melody and you know a cool beat or something like that a great guitar riff and i never really pay attention to the lyrics it seems like ace really prioritizes that uh, those are the things yeah. he memorizes the lyrics too like just you know, he's got this weird yeah. memory of all like just i mean i remember the songs and like after he starts talking about these these deep pulls from the 80s like sitcom theme songs like i always remember them and i always catch up but he just brings it up instantly and just starts reciting lyrics from, you know, not the second version of the, who's the boss lyrics, but the first version, you know, like the first version, the first season. And 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. This this. Oh, there was two of those. No, no that, I'm just bringing an example say, of like. Oh, okay. You know, I'll just weird like just details that he that he pulls up. Yeah, they made a the uh they 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 made a, a metal version. You know, there's a time for love and a time for hurt. Oh, you know? sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original. They they yeah they changed they they changed that quickly. No, when I say lyrics, I, when I say lyrical, I just mean just just to give you an idea, and I'm gonna. To show you my tool tunes here in a second. I got them pulled up. Uh, see what you think. But it's not that I listen. To, the 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 song has to be thematic, and I'm what I'm listening for is poetry that makes sense as a whole. It's not one particular line. It can be a line that really strikes you, and it was like it, it, it's almost like like in movies where they'll do the what do you call the uh, the, the where the, you get the payoff. You know, like it mentions something earlier in the movie. I can foreshadowing. Oh, it's kind the, of like foreshadowing and payoff. You know, there's a similar musical equivalent. The but, recall? Or, yeah, uh, it's like an improv no, thing? Or they? No, no, it's like foreshadowing that you appreciate it after you already heard the first part, but at the time, you didn't realize how brilliant the first part was. Like, uh. like for example, foreshadowing and payoff would be in the Back to the, Back to the Future, one of my favorite movies. The, the black dude that's working at the bar that's sweeping... The guy says, uh, "The guy says, what are you, mayor or something?" He's like, "Yeah, mayor. That, I like the sound of that." And then later, you see a car drive by, and he's on that. It doesn't say too much about him being the mayor, but later on, you know, and in, in the present or whatever, he is the mayor. So you're yeah, keeping- he presides over the clock tower ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically just subtly mentioning something in, mo- in the movie, and then having it without you realizing it like tie everything together or won't be one of the threads that ties it back together. But, but tell me so what that happens about. in music is what you're saying. Like that. Yes, it can like in lyrics. Yeah, definitely. Context. Curious FM. Check my stuff out. You'll see what I'm talking about. But this is Frankie Valley, baby. 93.7 rock, rocking and bopping all the time. Yeah. Gonna be a little traffic today. Load out. This is a great song. 93.7. Coming at you, man. That was my knockoff, Dawson. <laughs> yeah. I never tried. I've never, that's literally the first time I've ever tried that. Well, what's that I can't called? think of what what's they say. What's that called? The, the, hidden the post? Ramp up or? Or wait, is that? What hidden did the post. Yeah, hidden the post. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, it's funny though. I realized not too long ago on on TTR, my other podcast, I do it the opposite way. Like I let the music play, and then I come in over the lyrics and turn it down. You know, it's kind of the same thing. It's the reverse post. You know what I mean? Sure, man. I don't know. It's because uh, that's just the, that's the way the show goes. You know, because we're not when when they do the post, it's because it's a music station. See, what mine is a, is a talk radio thing. So in kind of the way Adam's show comes in before the. The, the lyrics come in on that uh, who sings the theme song is it the Mighty Boss Tones Mighty Boss Tones yeah so he kind of does a similar thing it just doesn't get to that point they fade it out before yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so because when it's a talk radio centric the music that's going to play you want to come in before the you know over the lyrics and they're not trying to focus on the song they're trying to focus on the talk but what do y'all think about this Frankie Valley? I like I don't, it like I think lot. it's just a good song are you embarrassed of this I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the song that I would want somebody to walk into the bathroom and I'm like combing my hair, you know, 
singing yeah. into it could be confusing you know, to the younger folks are you doing a dressing you. room montage yeah you're always acting out the part of the guy that's killing it at that particular moment <laughs> you know what i mean like if it's the drummer killing it you're like yeah that's me killing it on stage you ever get that you ever do that move and then when it switches to the solo you're like oh wait that's also me <laughs> sure yeah 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 you know what i mean everybody switch, wants to be the guy you, that's killing it you air you air whatever instrument is in the in the foreground yeah so i i got a i got a little curveball to throw at you that i thought of earlier um you said that you listen you not long after you started listening that seth mcfarlane was on Mm-mm. do you remember him saying that he thought the worst song ever recorded was this one? This is my fucking jam song. <laughs> I love is, this song. How could this be the worst song ever recorded? That's what Seth MacFarlane said. I was like, sir, you better be glad you created Family Guy right now. I could see how if you played this to, like, like you could use this to torture Al-Qaeda. Like if you played this over and I, over and I, over. Yeah. Oh, come on. Right. Like, that would become an assault. But, you know, one time every you know, every few months, it's, it's a good song. This is like the remaster or something. Oh, yeah, it's a remaster. This sounds like shit. Fuck them. I... Yeah! Sorry. Yeah, well, how do y'all feel about this? I like that song. I can't believe Seth... I thought Seth MacFarlane, his, his hatred was uh, for that... Uh, Dancing play. in the streets. No, yes, oh, dancing so, in the streets. Oh but God. he hates yeah. Coldplay. Yeah, Coldplay is kind of Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything um, to plug? I mean, we're 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 still good on time. I just want to be sure we get in all the important stuff. And we we're gonna get to your favorite guests and stuff. But did you have anything to plug before I forget? No, I don't have anything to plug at the at the moment. Uh, I just appreciate you guys for having me on. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we still got like 20, 30 minutes. Okay. You know, I just wanted to, you know, before we've got, because we were all over the place. But uh, what other po- what other Corolla podcasts do you, or let me ask you this. What are your favorite other, three other podcasts? It doesn't have to be Corolla re- related. Um, I, I like Bill Burr, uh, Daves of Thunder, and... Uh, Geo's uh, podcast of, of the Love Line. Oh, nice! But yeah, I know that's reason- pretty basic. I don't really have any like these far out there ones, like a, a serial or something. I don't. I, yeah. I can't get into these ones that everyone's listening to. Well, the reason I asked because it was it, I had this interesting kind of idea. At least when I'm baked, is how many people if you ask them. Well, that's one thing I, we should start doing is how many people if you ask them what their top three podcasts are just for any genre anything ever how many of those do you think two of the two or three of them would fall into the acs universe so two of yours did or no three really uh, said, well no no sorry bill yeah, burr no, bill, bill burr, no no bill burr's i'm sorry i forgot that yeah so bill burr isn't but uh you said the classic love line and Days of Days Thunder. of Thunder. So those are all podcast one or uh, yeah. ad, or Cor- Corolla right. digital. The, my next Corolla ones to listen to are all in the all in the ACS. Yeah, 
genre. I think Chris probably would too. You you would fall ACS and Daves of Thunder. Also, yeah, that so. would be it. These days, I'm lucky if I'll get through ACS and get into some Daves. What what yeah. what's your third one? For me, yeah. Oh, geez. Um, it'd probably really be hate. if I had. It's been a long time since I dipped into a third one. It'd probably be <laughs> probably a classic love line. Technical. That's right. Those are, those are my <laughs> that three. will be the third one, and then uh, maybe Adam and Drew. Know, no, no, no. Like your year. third, your third non-Corolla digital. Oh, so you already oh. have two out of three. So those are your top three. Or are you an all Corolla guy? You I'm all Corolla. Yeah, I don't. Oh think wow. I can I can't think of. I can look at my phone. I don't think. Uh, well, you're a busy man. You don't have time to. Yeah. Survey all these. Well, there's yeah. ours. There's, uh, there's a ton. The Endless Ranners podcast is there. All right. CS, God, why didn't well. I say that? Jeez. Talk Time Radio is uh, right there, and then Bill Burr, but it's been a while since. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, y'all, all, so three out of, so your three all time, your three favorites in general are also Corolla related, and then he's two out of three. I only listen to ACS. That's, and then what? That's, that's the only one. Uh, Chael Sonnen and uh, anything Parcast. So it's like murder mysteries and mm-hmm. all that stuff. What's it called? Uh, Parcast. Parcast is a network that does a bunch of like, uh, uh, historical like mystery type stuff. Just like edited, you know, spoken like document. I love it because they spend their time on it. It actually makes me. I tend to. I've I've been getting this weird slump where I start to. I kind of have started to kind of, uh, what do you call, um, I'm jealous of Joe Rogan, like envy, you know, because he literally gets to sit there and get high and talk shit with somebody or, or like interview somebody interesting and they do all the talking and he gets paid a ton of money, but then there's podcasts like that and, you know, anything that requires a lot of editing and research and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, that doesn't, doesn't it, you know, that's, that should be the stuff that really gets paid. Uh, or the people that really get paid. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, it's not like that. Rogan probably gets paid the most for yeah for for the least production value. Exactly. I mean, he's yeah. Not, he's just seriously just sitting there and asking open-ended questions and letting the yeah. people go on and on, <laughs> which is fine. That that's yeah. completely fine, and there's a need for that. That's because Adam hardly lets you get a word in edgewise, so he's sort of the yeah. antithesis of Adam interviewing. But if I think people want to listen to Adam for the interviews, I, I kind of don't understand that. Yeah. I don't know. Rogan's really kind of been a staple for me for a while. Uh, so it's kind of pointless. I mean, he's obviously, I mean, I, I feel like he's in everybody's top five. That's, you know, I, I feel like that anyway. I mean, he, he, he got into it in it early on. But yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's actually a good point. Something... It's probably the biggest gap in, like, say, those podcast shows, or, you know, I do a ton of editing on TTR. The gap between a show like Rogan's with zero production value and making bajillions, and then a show, you know, like one of those other ones that I mentioned that do, that do a bunch of editing, a ton of production value, but can barely make ends meet off of the podcast. Well, I you guess I, I, mean? ha- I have to ask you, Jaden, like, it seems like your plate is so full. Like, how do you have time to listen to? A swath of podcasts, including Joe Rogan's podcast, is listening to like, you know, that's a three-hour podcast. I work alone. I work alone. Yeah, okay. I do, I mean, for most of the day, I'm I repair pools is the majority of what I do. So yeah, the, that's the, a lot the, of monotony. The custom, the, 
the custom pools, that's a startup, you know, I've been working on, but, um, yeah, what I do for the majority of the day is, is repair pools by myself. And, uh, so I have a ton. Of, I, I don't know how people cannot listen to podcasts. Like sometimes I just like, I, I ask somebody like, what do you listen to all day? He's like, nothing. I just sit there and do yes. nothing. Oh, I'm like, what? You, that's like the perfect time. He's I, like, no, I just got to sit there and do nothing. I'm like, you can have one earbud in and intake information. I mean, I'm an uneducated guy. I don't, you know, know if I come off clearly. Like, yeah, no, I mean, shit. I'm just saying, like, like <laughs> formal, like... well, formal, formal education. I mean, you know, but I'm an educated guy because of podcasts. Do y'all feel like that? Yes, like, it's an excellent, majority. it's an excellent way to expand your horizon. It sounds like you have an a, eclectic view too, and. You know, you don't just listen to ACS, which is probably a good thing. And it, yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of informative, like, historical stuff. I mean, there's a lot going on uh, and, as and far as that goes. back to your point about people that are driving me crazy, like, there's a cleaning lady at my old job. I would just sit and, you know, clean and just all this monotonous task. And she didn't have an iPhone or she just would just do it without listening to anything. I'm like... Do yourself a favor, uh, lady. I mean, listen to something. Yeah. A walk, man. I don't care. It, it, it just it baffles me. So I'm totally yeah, on board man. with filling your, your time with, with something like podcast. Yeah, I mean. My cleaning and, guy and, uh, in our office has Beats headphones on. So it's like, okay, doing all right. Does his name start with D-E? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the great thing about it. He always has them on, so there's like literally zero eye contact or and zero talking. Oh, that's perfect. That's oh, perfect. I try to I try to do that all the time. Uh, don't you hate the guy? Do y'all do the Do y'all do the cunty move where where when there's somebody you don't want to talk to? Like I do this with some of my customers. You know, they'll just come out and be like, "Hey, uh, how's how's business? How's the weather?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm not fucking here to talk to you. I got places to be." But the body language thing. Tell me if y'all do this. Where you where you have your headphones on and you'll keep them on like you don't you let them talk to you first and then you're like take one of them off and just kind of be like eh, what was that oh yeah 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 and then you put it back on just that's, that's like that. my move yeah that's the move I couldn't do and it at work but I would do it on an airplane for sure like you I mean be you guys real slow to take the earbuds out like if someone starts talking to you just you know you're not you, you're not in a hurry to to hear them you're not in a hurry to take that earbud out. Yeah. You know, because you're well, kind of sending a little message like, yeah, I'm not really. You guys don't live in California, but like earbuds on the street is sort of necessary. Uh, that's because you're just, you know, assaulted by uh, vagrants. Like, oh, I mean, okay. it's, really? it's such a good way to, I don't know. Maybe you guys are better at saying, no, I don't have any money, but uh, the earbuds oh, sort God, of a I'm passive way to say, you know, sorry, I don't have any money. You can just pretend you didn't hear them, even though half the time nothing's on. Just have the earbuds. My in tactic while I'm was always to walk into the Seven Eleven. Oh, I would just ignore completely. This was pre-earbud. Yeah, well, that that's my tactic. Just you're a better man than me. <laughs> I would oh, engage no, I in conversation. I'm the, I'm the worst. I was telling this. I don't remember if it was on the pot or what, but uh, I'm so far gone that like. I don't even fuck, and, and I can't imagine what I'd be like in LA. But even here, I'll just be getting. It happens a lot when I'm pumping gas. I'll be pumping gas and be like, "Hey, man, you think no? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, come on, man. You know you got to No, fuck off. You got you know, money I just, for I just, the bus. I have a version yeah, of that exactly. now with uh, like just marketing calls I get at at work. So like get a couple a day. I'm I'm just 
it's like slamming the door in the Jehovah's Witness face. It's, I just cut them off right away. Just like, eh, 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 eh. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. I'm not yeah, interested. And then, now, and then they're, get you know, to suck them, they're just like, uh, uh, okay, and just hang up. Yeah, uh, I can't. So it's bad. So is it not? It's not bad in San Diego. No, it is. Obviously, it's not nearly as bad as. So I lived in the Bay Area where where Rob lives, and I think he actually lives in San Francisco proper. Oh yeah, I can't imagine him. He's fucked. He's dodging turds. Yeah, sure. Oh, so it is just that is the war. I don't know. Well, I Ace makes a pretty convincing. Uh, L.A. is getting pretty bad. San, San Diego is pretty shocking. Like when I went to visit Rob, the first Ace Hall I ever met, I remember I there was a ton of traffic, so I took some like just drove through the city to get somewhere, and it was like there are townhouses that look like you know like people live there, and there's nice cars on the street, like but then there's just hobos everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It's like really, really strange. You're thinking like, wow, that. The person bought that house, they drive this nice car, but they have to walk past this, you know, like just a pack of bums, like living like on their front step. Yeah. That is, that's <laughs> they re- what they what? really need to change that establ- establishing shot on full house. There's just a hobo in his own shit. Yeah. You know, laying yeah. out there on a fucking Heineken just bottle. A, yeah. Just a guy doing the uh, heroin lean right in that, right in that little grass pasture right there. That's, that would be perfect in today's I, I guarantee you right now if you made that establishing shot you wouldn't even have to add that in that would be there oh yeah you can't get away from them yeah you know what i mean there's not a house on the block that doesn't have a hobo passed out yeah, surely something. and that's yeah. right in the middle of san francisco that that houses are it's like a big tourist trap yeah did did um did rob happen to ask you about any recent topics that uh that have come up that that Tickled your, tickled your pickle. No, uh, <laughs> is that exactly how Rob would put it? Yeah, tickling. No, he. So he asked me, um, what would Ace hate about me? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 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 too. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting, and I think, um, you know, I like video games and sci-fi. That's a big thing that he really rallies against like that's a huge waste of time and you, you guys know what i'm talking about right like yeah, yeah. oh yeah yep, yep and i don't know yeah, how just you feel real quick, about it do you do you I, play grand theft auto 5 I've, i i have sure i mean okay I, i'm not I currently playing it yeah oh, okay no we're just looking for people for our career no 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 biggie that's it, the only it, game i play though oh yeah i mean i'm not a huge gamer and i'm not like out of my mind about marvel I, i'm not gonna wait in line or go see it the night of but i don't know i feel like you know he casts those guys out as uh, complete idiots and i don't know that's that's that's, that's a little i think because he's had like a joyless childhood you know like well, no one right. like no one was taking him to see star wars or or, well, or like he, his memory of star wars was like having to like bum off some other family to get get to see it or something you know. I don't right. think he realizes how fucking good they look nowadays. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, what was, what was the yeah. last time you played one of these newer games, dude? They fucking look badass. But he, it's like he had unreal. He had this uh, bit on Loveline where he actually tried to buy a PlayStation 
and no, not a bit. This is a story. Try to buy a PlayStation and play uh, one of the Medal of Honor series because he thought the he wanted to be shooting Japanese zeros, which is how they showed the game. <laughs> and he said he couldn't get out of the <laughs> he couldn't get out of the first room. So I think it goes beyond him hating video games. He's just uh, that's his character, his anti-technology character, right. you know, like, right. Yeah. And yeah. you know, my, my, my music and like, I don't know shit about cars, but I, I think this is most of the people that would work for him. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. about, that's about it. Like, I think it's yeah. probably the same things that 99% of us fall into, like the music, Sure, there's a lot of nerds that love sci-fi, and I have a feeling that most of us don't know anything about cars. I, I'll speak for myself, I guess. All right, yeah. so this is going Do really a- this is going really well so far. I thought it was kind of a tough to find something that Ace would hate about you, but all right. So this is this is a question for uh, the endless Rainers. What is what would your Rotten Tomatoes score, or what's your score on? interstellar the movie oh i thought you're yeah it better be higher than 72 i'll give you all just that. let them get let's get an honest answer to like see how you know this like, is the one with the mcconaughey right yeah yeah i don't like the tone first I, yeah i don't like the tone the i thought you were gonna say i thought you were gonna I, say i would call it an 80 i really like that movie oh i call 80 it 80 out of 80 because we usually it's my do favorite 100 Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. I was trying to read the, the crowd, and I did a horrible job. Uh, you know, I thought it was really good. Like, you guys love this. I, I'm ta- I'll take it. Yeah. Well, I thought you. You know what I thought you were going to say, and he's almost even more interesting. Chris is. Uh, I thought you were going to say, "What would you give, like Road Hard or something?" <laughs> no, that's you know, like a, that's unfair. It's no Interstellar. That's for sure. I know Jordan wasn't like you know. Bending over the gut, laugh, laughing at Roadhard. Yeah. I didn't think it was bad. Like Roadhard wasn't. You know, I laughed a little bit, but isn't mm. uh, charity, <laughs> charity laugh, Jordan? Uh, if, if, I mean, if, you guys at, really hated it. At, at no, Adam's, I didn't hate it at all. I mean, I it was. I don't know if anything did because you kind of lived through the production of it, listening to him every day, and so when yeah. it came out, it was just like, okay, that's exactly what. Uh, how well, right. it was described I mean, yeah yeah, yeah I, it i respect the fact that he made a movie because i know how fucking hard it can be you know i understand i mean i understand i feel like i understand because I'm, I'm actually writing a movie myself it's I like harder than hammer. people think the hammer was mu- like a million times yeah i, know, I still haven't really, seen it really good i, mean, I saw it? parts of it i saw parts of it and it's fucking funny i'm gonna buy it god damn it um, it's really good i mean amazon it, right now it's good it's kind of like on the level it, it's kind of kind of similar to road hard in in one way like the writing and like his like adam being the main character his delivery but just it i don't know it hit like the hammer had more moments that just hit like, yeah that, that worked and road hard just i don't know didn't i mean what yeah. one thing that kind of took me out of road hard is like you know Adam, and he wasn't he was he was great as a, a like sort of a classic stand-up like where he had an act and stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did that not take you out of it because you're like oh no Adam, it was weird Adam didn't have it. yeah that didn't uh, he's it, it 
him on stage makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> I don't know why. I think that doing the stand-up for him is going to be great. And he's going to get a lot better at it. I think that he was basically, like, there was a short period of time where that's what he did, I, I guess. Or it was just, uh, I mean, it's fictional. I mean, it wasn't really his life story. But well, I, yeah. he was he was in that mode, though, where he had love, like, he had the regular gigs. You know, right. I, mean, I don't right. think he but ever made, was... made a living out of like stand up, but he had all these regular gigs that were kind of, you know, related to that. And then when they went away, he had to hustle, you know, because I don't know. like I'm Right. Sure. But that was just him. Uh, I, I'm, I was taken out to the fact that what, what he was doing, he would go to these shows and just, it was podcasts where he would just complain impromptu. And in, in the movie, he was like a classic stand up. Right. Yeah. 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 I get what you're uh, saying. That's all I was yeah. saying. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we're good. We're coming close to it. Uh, to closing here, but uh, do, uh, I'm curious what your favorite, uh, either favorite guests or least favorite guests. So yeah, my least. Uh, so I have a my favorite guest. I have recurring. Um, I like uh, <laughs> Def Rack Guy. Yeah, I love Def Rack Guy. Like one of my favorite sort of non uh non-recurring would probably be um phil rosenthal i like john popper is really good pam adlon lisa lampanelli and then i'll just give you my least favorite ever without a doubt who kept coming on i could not stand him was rob schneider he was Oh really? Really? <laughs> really? You had some strong yeah. feelings against Rob Snyder. Oh, really? <laughs> I like, thought you were about to. I thought you were about to say Joe Coy, and you would have gotten the fucking. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, Rob Snyder. Like, it, it wasn't about his. He. I know he's like sort of an, a classic anti-vaxer, and that it wasn't about that. It was uh, Ace would be on a roll, and like, and and Rob would always torpedo it. Like he couldn't do improv. It, it was oh, yeah. it was weird. I, I don't know if you guys he's found like, that. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a corrector. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like oh no 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 no. Actually, the reason why we call it Main Street or High Street. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, and like kind of. Yeah, I could yeah. see that with him. I think he's kind of like. Yeah, I could see that too. I'm okay. I'm okay with Rob Schneider, but well, uh, it's subjective, right? Who's who's sure. your least favorite guest? My least favorite guest? Oh man, I'm terrible at this because I can't even remember who the guests were the last week. Okay, so who who's the the your least favorite sort of recurring oh, ACS? Vin, I'd say Vinny. Yeah. yeah, Vinny is kind of uh yeah, there's a little bit too much Vinny going on. Um <laughs> if if Dag was still around, it's it for me it'd be him. You you didn't like the loud fuck no. Per- <laughs> Just loud, obnoxious. And the thing is, I've always known he was like that. So you didn't then, like him uh, on you didn't like him on Loveline either. He would do, I mean, just scream and fuck not no. get anything. Yeah. So doesn't he have an? E- this is what drives me crazy about life. Doesn't he have an EGOT or whatever, like an Emmy, a grant, or or no? Yeah, he won I think an he Emmy. does have the EGOT Emmy, uh, Oscar, and Tony. I think yeah. So either he has the whole thing or he has one of them. Either one is too much for a guy of, of that. Him and Tracy world. Morgan. But what did he get? Oh the, God, him and Tracy Morgan—they're just. What did he get the Oscar for? Uh, in the Army now. <laughs> Dag was. Not, was it could have been. Was he in that? Dag was. I don't he know. In I, the Army are you now? kidding? I, no, he was. You in, know, I, I no, I feel like I made is that up the Paulie Shore thing. movie. That was Dag. 
Wait, was that no. not Dag? I don't know. I don't know. Wait, the Polly Shore, the Polly Shore movie in the army, in the now, army now with him and Andy oh, Dick. Yeah. And apparently oh, there was uh, one, uh, you know, one African American man may may or may not have been Dag. Oh my God! I'm gonna, did I just I can't do a pic- black simile? I don't know. I can't picture <laughs> it. I can't picture it. Oh, I, don't get me wrong. I haven't watched that movie. I don't even know if I finished it when it came out back in the early '90s or something, right? When Polly Shore was hot, so I mentioned somebody said somebody that we know is named Lisa, and I and I brought up the song Lisa Lisa. Yeah, he, 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 it's David. It's it's Dag. Oh, okay, he was in that. Yeah, well, I could have just made up the whole EGOT thing. I, in fact, I feel like I did. I just remember thinking maybe it's because I was so overwhelmed with disbelief that he won anything in his life. I'm, I'm just curious now. What did he win? The, what did he win? The uh, he did. Well, Oscar he did win a. I don't know. I don't know that he did win an Oscar. I for sure know that he won it. What is what is the one you get for like theater and shit? Tony. It's a Tony. It's a Tony. Tony. I know. I think he won a Tony. I yeah. could just be. I could just be over exaggerating. Egot, the first time I heard Egot was uh, the Tracy Morgan character on um, 30, 30 Rock. Because he would yeah. talk about it. Because he was. Uh, I don't know. Egot. And there was maybe one other. One other thing, but it's real. Somebody has it. Yeah, like yeah. has has you know whatever got the how, how do you Susan Lucci or something? I I was gonna ask you earlier how do you because you were talking about science and uh, you know uh, Vinnie Tortorich's approach to the whatever and and what do you think about uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? I love him. He, he was on he was on one of my uh, uh, favorite guests. I, I oh, wrote yeah. him down. Yeah, he's 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 great. He takes a very objective opinion. He like even if it can sort of he sort of is loved by um liberals and and and, but he's not afraid to to, uh, take a take a objective stance against as long as it's for science um yeah even though if he comes off a tad patronizing and and i i know he does because you know you can look at his tweets and and figure that out but i still like him he he's a good guy on a scale from one to ten how much how on a scale from one to ten, how much do you think he loves himself? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's probably a nine or ten. Especially I mean, he loves com- himself. Yeah, now. especially compared to like how you know how how he acts, like you know, self-deprecating oh, yeah. or oh, chuck you know chuckling about everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember he had a more uh, sort of humble. He used to be on uh, on uh, the show with John Stewart as a, a frequent guest. It's just just this sort of dude before he ever was popular, and he had a m- much more humble perspective. Yeah, he would back be on then. some of the news shows. He'd be like a talking head or come on for an interview on you know one of the news channels before he was everywhere and in his own shows, and you know be kind of you know became the celebrity, and he was. That I remember seeing him like this is you know ten fifteen more years ago when he was just an expert and I think maybe he worked at the time he worked for what is it like J J P L hey, or what no he worked for Hayden Planetarium or he worked for some one of those I don't know one of those companies and uh, yeah just had a good way of explaining things but now it's like he's a celebrity kind of yeah explain huge ideas in you know three or four sentences to you know. Oh, yeah. I will say that I like him, but I can totally see why if you don't. I'm always disappointed by his appearances with Ace because 
I you know, like I'd I want Ace to get more intellectual with him, you know, like yeah. talk about like big stuff and then talk about okay what are the prevailing theories about the universe and like what are the holes in those theories and like what don't like what don't we know and they just yeah kinda, like it kind of becomes like a yeah. here's how you know like let's you know here's like let's celebrate Neil and like, yeah just, I I wish uh, like I, I think Ace is s- sort of not ever strayed into the galactic and <laughs> he has the perfect guy there to do it and never seems to do it yeah, like, so. get curious about that i mean that's that's a big subject you know yeah it's like one of my favorite things like to, to talk about and and uh ace just never never really bites on it so i really don't know what to do. like who yeah. else they could bring on to get ace curious about that but what did he have he had him reading like uh i don't know lines from the simpsons or something <laughs> last time like reading commercial like oh no he had him uh doing the arby's commercial like for yeah. cedric the entertainer or where's the beef or whatever? What was it? Or no, it wasn't. It's not Saturday. It was somebody else. Arby's. Yeah. We have the meats. Yeah. You had him like reading the Arby's commercials. Yeah. Okay. I know. You got Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. But listen, that's, that's Ace's shtick. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he gets true. really famous that's people. Right. And then he humiliates. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all right. Chris thought, Chris thought the black guy from, uh, the, the trainer from, Rocky four, you know, or uh, the trainer for I guess Rocky three and four, the train, the black trainer. He thought that was Lou Gossett Jr., <laughs> but I could, but I could see why he looks just I, like I him. don't, I don't remember. No, 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 yeah. But you told Messiah, oh, did I? Yeah, why do you remember that? I don't, I don't remember. That. I just remember I because I thought it was hilarious because uh-huh. he looks like it. It's like it's because I guess I oh, we the were throwing the towel bro- guy, maybe. Yeah, yeah, okay, towel, towel. yeah, that guy, yeah, he. he it, I just yeah. remember thinking. I just remember thinking, like we we broke your balls just to, like, because it was funny. I thought Lou was but, good in that. Like, I thought he was good. I thought he did a good. No, job he is good. We, we the reason we were breaking Rocky. your balls though is because like like those like anybody like we were breaking your balls just because it was funny. But like it, because it's one of those things where somebody technically could be like, "Geez, you, not all black people look the same," and and it's but it's like they do look exactly. The <laughs> There's a couple, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah. we're we're getting we're bringing this. Uh, it's like Gina, Gina and Gail Godot, right? Yeah, like yeah. Just mistaken for each other all the time. Yeah, really? Ident- identical. According to her, yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I get mixed I up with Dwayne. The... Oh yeah, I get, mixed, I get mixed up with Dwayne Johnson all the time too. So I, I would be remiss I if I like one of the hottest debates in, in the Ace community is or the ACS community is thoughts on Gina. Okay. Well, so yeah, you go ahead. Uh, you go first. Go ahead and ask yourself uh, a question. I oh no. <laughs> <laughs> What's your okay, rank your news girls, Jordan? Yeah. Um Well, you already called her fat earlier. I did that's Dish. not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say there's more to it than than just You're basically eating, saying that she must all be all meat and everything. Something about bags of chips, she, like multiple bags yeah, of she, chips, like she eats pasta every day is what you're saying. No, that's not what I was saying. I was saying she, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. she seems to follow the diet very stringently. And yeah. it, uh, well, I mean, if eat your feelings is any indication, maybe she does, you know, sneak in a, uh, a, a bag of ho-hos every once in a while. Like, I, I, I don't know, but maybe, maybe I don't want to say that. Um, yeah, you, but I do, I, I would say my news girls rank ter- Teresa, Gina, 
Allison. Allison third. Okay. God, I like Allison though too, but I I feel like I was the one that liked. See, I I can't. I have to put Teresa. La- I mean, she, if we're going by who's hottest, obviously Teresa's the hottest. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I thought it was. By no, no, no. We're not. No, no, we're not. That's not what we're doing. I'm saying she's at the top of that list. Jordan was judging obviously. them by their performance and intellect. Yeah. Jordan. How dare you? What are you fucking gay? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, no, I, no. That's that is what we were asking you. But I was saying, like, I Teresa automatically has to fall back to number three for me because I don't think I was around yet when. Yeah, I was. wasn't. I can't. So yeah. I didn't really know much. I don't. There even the clips. I don't hear too many of her. But I liked Allison. Ah, it's hard. I, I kind of liked Allison more. Kind of. So I, I, guess, I if, if you, I had to choose, there's a lot of um, radio show you can listen to. Uh, and I thought the bits for her were funny, and her and Ace did really well together. You're with, right. I'm with not Teresa, I'm, or what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm also not as familiar with Teresa, so maybe that's unfair to go with her. So that that's a good point, Jaden. Because yeah, maybe you, if you had heard more of her, you would yeah, gotten annoyed. <laughs> that's uh, what what I don't get is just the out and out vitriol for Gina, like. I, no, is, she's is she cool. That like, bad? I mean, come no, on. she's great. Yeah, but if you just went by the feed on the show, it's just like, God damn! Like, she says one thing wrong, and and there's like forty posts about it. No, they're all yeah, fucking it's a weird, assholes. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, just uh, you know, part of uh, humanity now. You know, just any sub, yeah. any subject, any show radio and you know there's, there's somebody that you know listens every day and has a lot of vitriol towards someone like you know like some people think oh Paul Brian's overpaid and and uh, yeah. doesn't doesn't realize how lucky he is but you know I I, I, I think Paul he Brian does realize too. how lucky he is that's why he shows up every motherfucking day even <laughs> though we can literally pay a retard to do his job and oh, doing that you really don't like Paul Bryan then huh like, No it's, I, I do like him see that's the thing I I don't want to be mistaken I know it sounds like it but au contraire <laughs> mon frere <laughs> see, see I don't know how I I, I, I what goes into those He's drops, a good guy how quickly can you do like is that is that hard <laughs> It, no, it's not hard. I'm literally telling you. I'm literally telling you. It's like it's you know. He's it's literally the timing. Ma- yeah, the timing sometimes good. Like that's true. Okay. Hey. Hey. Jay. He's got you know, timing. Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> is he? Is he better than? I mean, you listen to a lot of classic Love Line. Is he better than Anderson? Um. Actually, no. I, I actually I don't know. I don't know. I don't listen to classic Love Line. I didn't listen much. to that much to to know. Wait, I thought you said you really liked who who said they really liked Love Line. Oh, that was Chris. No, oh. I said I liked it. I liked it back before like the I well, I started watching it on um on uh MTV. Uh, that was right. what I was referring to. I didn't I didn't specify, but um You watched that you know, show, yeah, the the MTV show. Oh. Yeah, so the Anderson wasn't on that. Sure, that's yeah. what I remembered. For, well, that's what I remembered from my show, but yeah, I don't listen to Classic Love Line. Uh, really anymore, but I I would like to. Yeah, I so just I have so many different podcasts I listen to. I got to really just uh, narrow it down. I've actually only been listening to part two. I've actually lately I've just been listening to the news, and if I run out of podcasts, I'll listen to part one. Right. That's how you know. I just I'm I'm on a I'm on a I have waves. Yeah. You know, if you do of, if you do listen to the, the love lines, I would really recommend going 
the guestless ones first because those are sort of my favorite. I don't know. If you agree or disagree? The, which like, ones? I love the ones with uh, with just uh, Drew and Adam together, just killing oh, time okay. and making fun of the callers. That's that's, that, oh, yeah, that's yeah, peak yeah. A's for the, me. That's probably about half. Like I've, I've, I don't know. That's probably about half the ones I've listened to were just the two of them. Yeah, yeah. It does kind of take away when they're trying to work in a you know musician or oh, something God. like what's that. What's yeah. that gonna? That like yeah, it's just Moby to get more eyes or... on. <laughs> Do you yeah. think of uh, incest there, Moby? It's just a little <laughs> Wait, weird. What? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When they're trying to no, like I... bring them into the 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 call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I, it's, you can get to. You can know. You can learn a lot about somebody by them coming on Loveline. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're fucking stuck up or a stiff. It's gonna come out really quickly. That's why I I kind of stopped liking AFI because they were on in like 2015 or something. It was like maybe 20, maybe 2016, maybe even 2017, somewhere around there. On ACS and, or or Love yeah, Life. they came on. Yeah, they came on ACS. I, I think I remember this and, episode. And they were talking about like what side of the toilet paper do you wipe with, or like <laughs> do you bunch it up or do you fold it up? And the lead singer is literally like. I'm I'm not even gonna have this discussion. Oh <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, shut the fuck up, you fucking yeah, Davey douche. or whatever. Your music is mediocre at best. I'm a fan, don't get me wrong, but you're overpaid. A, you're you're really lucky, uh, but hey, I'm a fan, big big fan. No, I am a fan, fan of AFI, obviously. but it's when you come on and you're like, dude, just fucking go with the flow or shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Anyway, so so to end it on a bright note, is, is there anything else uh, you wanted to plug or say? or anybody sh- any shout outs or anything we're getting up on two hours no i i i had a great time guys thanks thanks for having Fuck me yeah. on. i really really appreciate that it was fun oh we appreciate it It was uh super informative actually. and you're doing the lord's work by the way this is like a really interesting i i don't other shows that have fan bases have i mean i guess the walking dead with chris hardwick but you better than that hack yeah, with I mean, oh yeah, sure. obviously. Come on, have for you sure. heard TTR too? Shit. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, thank I guess you. Go ahead yeah. and bring it home. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jordan. We've had a blast too, and I know everybody's going to enjoy this episode. Uh, yeah, we did learn a lot. We covered a lot of ground as usual. And uh, if you want to be on the show, check us out Facebook at uh, just Endless Rainers Podcast Facebook page. Uh, but until next time, this is Chris saying, "Get it on." This is Jaden saying, "Get it on." Get it off. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.